We in it. We back in it. Another episode of Stars Born. 11.16pm. Friday. June 20th. Thursday. <laughs> it's Thursday. June 20th. It's late. Late night. Oh, God. <laughs> Just got back from Van Nuys. An open mic in Van Nuys. A place called the Palace Theater. Theater. With an spelled R-E on the end. And, uh, yeah, just cut back. Literally like, ten minutes ago. So, just decided to fire up the mics. Fire up a podcast. Just get into it. Because I, I just got so much energy just buzzing. This, I can never calm down after... After getting up there and being in front of people and talking on the microphone, just such a so much fun, <laughs> such an energy rush, and um, yeah, it's just lots of excitement. Can't really go to bed right after that, so figured why not just let's just do a podcast, you know? It was it was a cool little theater though. I got there. I it looks like it was an abandoned theater. But I guess I mean there's people in the back though. <laughs> they were doing a rehearsal in the back. Um, yeah, it must have been like a real legitimate theater. I don't think it was improv. I think it was a real artsy plays, like a play theater, like Broadway, like a mini Broadway in Van Nuys. <laughs> and um, there's a little snack bar and concessions and there's some couches there's a nice little room I got it on my Instagram stories of course I'm doing all the different mics I'm capturing them on my Instagram stories just to keep track of that for for myself and for for you for you specifically um yeah I just like to share my experiences with people I think that it almost makes your experiences more valuable sometimes if you share them with other people, tell your friends and family about what you're doing, share your life experiences, eh, I think it makes it, I've noticed in my life that it's made it more meaningful when you tell people that you care about, about stuff that you care about, <laughs> the stuff that you care about, you tell the people that you care about, combined it's a caring, it's a caring Venn diagram you see, um, yeah, man, it was a good mic, though, I mean, <laughs> there's only, yeah, there's, like, four other people, five other people there, and, um, that's, like, pretty much been the standard, though, I mean, other than that one big, the bar show, the show I did at the Cork, which is a bar in the Valley, they had, like, 30-something people there, that was the biggest show, but some of them, only five people or so. But that's all you really need sometimes, you know. <laughs> just need to get some feedback, I guess. I mean, what are you going to do? It's it's so much harder. It's so weird. At least in my opinion, so far, it's much harder performing to five people versus, like, the largest audience when I performed at, um, like how I say perform. <laughs> yeah, when I... 
did stand up at um the cork the the bar show that like 30 something people there that's the easiest it's so much easier to do it in front of a big crowd versus like the more in, it's so much more intimate when there's five people there and <laughs> after each joke you look at each every single person you look at them in their eyes just to see <laughs> just to see like exactly what they're thinking <laughs> it's so weird but i mean this room is kind of spread out because it was a big room so everyone was sitting spread like around the room and that's a little different than place I did on Monday called the clubhouse that was in that was kind of in, like in Hollywood like East Hollywood or I think it was Thai town Thai town actually and that was it's a little comedy room I guess you would call it and there's probably maybe like 10 or so people there for that one but that was, that was a cool nice little room like there's different venues I've recognized so far because I've performed, I've gone in a strip comedy club, Ha Ha Cafe, Ha Ha Comedy Club in NoHo in North Hollywood. And uh, I've done like coffee shops and then, let's see, what else did I do? I'm, oh, the laundromat. And man, I'm so excited to like tomorrow, just see what's on deck for tomorrow. <laughs> Go check uh, the Comedy Bureau. That's the website, the Comedy Bureau, where uh I make plans, I make my schedule, my schedule, but yeah, Friday night, tomorrow's Friday night, that's gonna be a big night, and then Saturday, Saturday's another big one too, but man, I'm just, I just get so pumped about it, I just get so excited about these things, and just fully immerse myself in them, like you guys know with the podcast, but, and also I've noticed with comedy so far, that it's very... It's all personal. It's all about... It's like a personal journey. It's just... You you write all your stuff. You write your jokes. And then you take them with you to these different places. And you just try them out at these different places. And like each audience is different. And like for them, your new experience. But I guess for you, it's like the same each time. But other than the environment... But man, I'm I'm really excited for um just the future of just in general, I guess. I don't know. Just get pumped up about like I got super into writing back in like twenty sixteen when I started writing for the Daily Evergreen and I started my blog, thegoat1.blogspot.com. But like I got super into writing and then I got super into podcasting. Now I'm getting super into stand-up comedy. It's kind of the cycle of life for me, I've noticed. But um, let's see. Let's do the Mariners update. Here we go. My my trusted Mariners. Let's look like we might be turning around here. We won today. 5-2 to two over, oh my god, like the worst team in baseball. 21-54. Baltimore Orioles, the O's, the O's, apologies to Ryan Sickler and the Crafties Nation, (laughs) the Orioles are terrible, oh my gosh, Um, and oh yes, 
So that's your Mariners update. And as for the NBA update, let's do the NBA update. Get a sip of my water. My Starbucks cup that has the weird lid. Why does some of these Starbucks lids, they have like this giant thing that you could put a quarter in. Like you could put a quarter in your Starbucks cup. Like why does the lid need to have... <laughs> There's like a giant hole in my Starbucks lid. But they, uh, what's going on there? <laughs> um, let's do the NBA update. So I was speaking of Starbucks. I was at Starbucks the other day. And I was looking at the LA Times. And I saw... This is where... <laughs> I'm so old school. I actually broke news in a newspaper. That's how I found out about breaking news in the newspaper. It was the Anthony Davis, the Brow, AD trade from New Orleans to uh, here, to Los Angeles, to the Lakers. The Los Angeles leak, the Lakers. But that's, so AD is teaming up with LeBron. This no longer BC LeBron. Now it's AD LeBron. <laughs> oh my god, that's so dumb. <laughs> that's so dumb. Alright, but oh I, I'm I gotta go to the Lakers game. That's definitely on the docket for me. I was thinking about maybe even getting Clippers season tickets, but I don't think I'm gonna do that. Especially since I really want to do stand-up a bunch, like as, ma- as much as possible. And if I had Clippers season tickets, that would be 41 nights of the fall and winter spent at the Staples Center. Which would be super fun, but I don't know. I, I'll definitely go to some games. Because I also, my prediction is... I think Kawhi is going to go to the Clippers. I can't remember if I said that last episode, but... Yeah, I think Kawhi goes to the Clippers. But then the Lakers... I think the Lakers win the championship. So there's there's your NBA corner for the episode. And um, I think now is a better time than any. Let's just launch into Keanu Reeves. His, Keanu Reeves's. IMDb page, his filmography. Let's do it, baby, baby. All right, TV show. <laughs> his very first credit. Here we go. We're finally getting into it. In um, the eleven-minute marker of part two of Keanu Reeves. First credit. It's a TV show from nineteen eighty-four called Hanging In, starring. Starring that cat from from the poster that's hanging on the laundry line. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, it's called Hanging In. And he plays Teen Client. One episode. Very good. First credit. How old was Keanu Reeves back in 1984? Let's see. Let's check on. I'm curious about that. Oh, he was 20 or 19. Okay. That's pretty young to 19. Wow, that's young to get your first credit. All right, so here we go. TV show, 1985, 
Nate Heat. He plays Thug Number One slash Mugger. <laughs> Why doesn't he just play Thugger? <laughs> Thugger Number One. Just go ahead and combine those. Save. What well, if they were paying him for two different roles? <laughs> oh my! <laughs> they're paying him twice as much money for two different roles, <laughs> and they're exact. They're like the same role. He's just thug number one and mugger. Oh my god, that's so funny. And it's for two episodes. So I wonder if maybe the first episode he was thug number one, then the second episode he was mugger. <laughs> I I still think it should be thugger number one. I like that. Alright. Never heard of either of these first two. Let's look at let's look up Night Heat. What's Night Heat? Starring Scott Highlands, Alan Royal, Jeff Wincott, Sean McCann, Susan Hogan. I've never heard of any of those people. It's about the Mid-South Precinct of Detectives and their exploits. Very, very well. Excuse me, what's hanging in about? Okay. Teen counselors deal with a myriad of problems affecting young people at downtown youth drop-in center. I thought I was going to say a drop-out center. <laughs> like drop-out of school. I thought I was going to say drop-out. But it's a drop-in center. Apparently, apparently, you don't have to make an appointment. Hey, guys, did you hear? You can just, you can just drop into this youth counseling center whenever you want. <laughs> you don't even need an appointment. Oh, my God. All right, TV movie, 1985, called Letting Go. He plays Stereo Teen Number 1. It's a rom-com drama. Raw romantic comedy drama. <laughs> uh, TV show, 1985. Comedy Factory. Hey, speaking of comedy, what is this? Reminds me of The Laugh Factory, which is one of the venues I'm looking forward to playing. God, that's, that's like one of the bigger ones in town. Laugh Factory. I look at that one on the same par as... The comedy store, and then like the improv, the Hollywood improvs up there, Laugh Factory, uh, Flappers over in Burbank, uh, the Ice House in Pasadena, UCB Sunsets, and UCB Franklin. Those are like the big, those are like the ones I consider like the big clubs in town, I would say. Um, I, I'm probably missing a couple. <laughs> let's see, let's see. Where oh yeah, I was talking comedy factory. Crackers. <laughs> he plays his character's name's Crackers for one episode. What is this show about? 30 minute episodes. Unsold pilot scripts are performed each week by a repertory cast and guest star. In the second season, only unsold comedy pilots were aired under this umbrella title. So a bunch of different comedy pilots were on. Okay. A bunch of different shows under the same umbrella. Ella, Ella, A, A, A. Under my comedy umbrella. Ella, 
Eller <laughs> eh, 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 eh. I love Rihanna. Rebe. God, I'm I'm one of those people. I don't know if it makes me basic or something. <laughs> it's just <laughs> it's some more water for my um I don't know if it makes me basic, but like I enjoy Rihanna's music. I like Beyonce music. I like Justin Bieber. I like Bruno Mars. Like I like all the mainstream all, all the oh Katy Perry, Taylor Swift, all the super mainstream pop. Like I enjoy that stuff. Like all the most popular stuff. That's why they call it pop. <laughs> but I'm I'm basic, I guess. It'll make me basic. Um I I just like most music. I'm I'm like the worst music critic of all time. There's not much music that I don't like. I don't know. Because also, I'm, I don't have any musical talent. I don't know anything about it. So, I don't feel good criticizing it. Because I have no knowledge base to step to. But, um... Oh, this... I don't know, I don't know why this reminds me of... But, um... It's completely random here. This morning, I saw Ma. I think... Did Jordan Peele direct this movie or produce it? It's complete random. No segue here. Just completely random. <laughs> I just, it was something I wanted to talk about. Um, yeah, I saw it this morning at AMC. Because I, I signed up for that A-list thing. Which apparently in the fine print, it says that it's a three-month minimum. So I'll probably... <laughs> maybe I'll cancel after three months. But I've already saw three movies I saw John Wick Men in Black and Ma so I'm I'm getting my money's worth already but uh Ma was Ma was pretty it was pretty good it was fairly intense Octavia Spencer I thought it was interesting how the opening shot of the movie was an aerial shot it was an overhead shot of a driving like a driving in the country, an overhead shot of that. And that was the same opening shot as Get Out, the other Jordan Peele movie. Other than uh, Keanu and Us. But I think, I don't think Jordan Peele directed Ma. I think he just produced it. That's so funny, huh? That's like the first thing I thought when I saw the opening scene. I was like, this is just like Get Out. But. I wouldn't compare Ma to Get Out because get out, get out of here with that, <laughs> get out of here with that comparison. Um, get Out's way better. All right, I, that's not even a hot take at all. I think everyone, everyone loves Get Out. That's a great movie. All right, all right. <laughs> Enough talking about movies on this movie podcast. All right, so Keanu Reeves's next acting credit here. Is IMDb. Speaking of stepping to, it's called One Step Away. He plays Ron Petrie. Or if he's a scientist, Ron Petrie dish. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, so corny. Um, what's this one about? It's a short. Oh, it's only 28 minutes. Wow. Interesting. It's a crime. Ron Petrie. 
is a troubled teen whose life is hanging by a thread as he's on the verge of suspension from school, subject to arrest for breaking and entering, and some other stuff. See full summary, which I'm not going to do. All right, 1986. Oh, his first... This looks like his first official movie here. It's called Young Blood. He plays Heaver. A 17-year-old farm boy is offered an ice hockey tryout. His brother drives him to Canada. He has fast legs, slow fists, but is chosen. <laughs> what is this, like Star Wars? <laughs> it's like Yoda. <laughs> oh my god. Fast legs, slow fists. Good skater he is. Mm. <laughs> I just crack myself up in here. I'm just over here. Man, these crickets are so loud in California. Oh my god. Got some loud... The wildlife is active here. So much wildlife. These crickets don't sleep. <laughs> Will he learn to use his fists and play ice hockey the Canuck way? Vancouver Canucks? Will he get the coach's cute daughter? <laughs> Wait, that was like a complete random just... That last tag right <laughs> The last sentence just... Just... Let's just throw it in there. Let's make it a... It's romantic as well. Alright. TV movie... 1986. Act of Vengeance. He plays Buddy Martin. Wait, it says... This is so weird. As Keanu Reeves. But Keanu spelled with two N's. So for some reason... Why would he he credit himself as Keanu with two N's in this one movie? I don't understand. <laughs> Since that's the enigmatic Keanu Reeves. He does these kinds of things that you don't even have to question it. Just just let it go, I guess. Up in the wind. In, <laughs> just dust in the wind. Wait, what did what was it? Breeze. Cool mountain breeze. That's what it was. Cool breeze over mountains. That's what Keanu means. We looked that up last episode. Alright. <laughs> All over the place. So, um... TV series 1986. The Magical World of Disney. He plays Michael Riley, age 17, for one episode. Dang, Keanu was playing... He kept playing young. He was like 22. Playing age 17 at 22. <laughs> I guess it's not that crazy, I guess. Well, I'm looking at the poster. It says Leisure Rules. Matthew Broderick in Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I have a poster in my room right now that I'm looking at. This Ferris Bueller's Day Off poster. And uh, I just thought of that because Matthew Broderick was like... 24 when he played Ferris Bueller and he was a high school student so it's the same deal same idea <laughs> just a little connection there uh 1986 he plays Tommy Warnecke in Flying Let's see what this one's about high school student is skillful in gymnastics but in a car accident is seriously injured her future will show what is stronger Dreams or reality? 
Very interesting. Olivia Dabo Rita Tushingham? That sounds like a town in Great Britain. Tushingham. <laughs> um, huh. Very good. <laughs> I'm just like, what? Uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. <laughs> TV movie. He's in so many TV movies. 1986, The Brotherhood of Justice. He plays Derek. What's this one about? Oh, before I tell you what The Brotherhood of Justice is about, I just want to give a little shout out to my walk this morning. To going, this is a plug, going to walk in the morning. I went on one this morning and it was beautiful. It was so nice because it wasn't even sunny yet. We had a nice cloud cover and I walked. I'm not trying to brag or anything. <laughs> I know I, I say that all the time. So you guys probably think I'm like the biggest braggart, braggart of all time. But I walked like over six miles. I think I walked like six and a half miles or something. Like two hours. I was walking for two hours. <laughs> Just so far. Just, But it's so easy here. Because it's super flat. Like I didn't walk up a single... I didn't walk a single flight of elevation. You know how in your, um, like the health section of your iPhone, it tells you how many floors, excuse me, how many floors you walk up. And I didn't walk up any. I walked up zero floors. So <laughs> that's crazy. You can walk six and a half miles in the valley and not gain any elevation doesn't make any sense I like it though actually I kind of enjoy the flatness it's a weird it's like a weird comfort just being so flat it's easy to drive on I like driving in flatness like the roads are so wide here in here in the valley I mean not in not in LA <laughs> driving in LA is a complete different story but here in the valley it's just it's just the roads are so wide and flat. It's just kind of nice. Like all three lanes and stuff, four lanes. I don't know. All right. Anyway, it's a nice walk. Plug, that's what I'm plugging. Go for a morning walk. Maybe you're walking right now because that's what I do. I listen to podcasts while I walk. <laughs> I was listening to Adam, Adam Carolla, Carolla this morning. But, um, which is very weird. It's like a meeting of it's a meeting of listening, entertainment and reality. Cuz I was I've been listening to Adam Carolla for I've I've been a fan of him for like 15 years, for such a long time. And he grew up He grew up pretty close to to where I'm sitting right now. Probably I think he was over in like North Hollywood, Valley Village. So kind of on the other side of the valley. I'm up here in Northridge, but same idea though. Man, I gotta go to the bathroom here in a second. <laughs> it's gonna be time for a break. But it's just so weird. I'm standing up. Oh, 
I don't know if you guys can tell, I just stood up and just stretching legs, about to go to the bathroom. But um, it's like a merging of reality and entertainment, like pop culture, like things that I've always been a fan of. Like I've been a huge fan of Corolla my whole life, basically, or like more than half my life. So, and now I'm just walking in like where he grew up, basically, and just listening to him. I'm still listening to him, though, in my head. In my, um, not in my head, like literally in my earphones. I'm, I'm still listening to his podcast. He's still doing it. And I'm, it's so weird. Like I'm now, I'm now where he was. Like, I mean, <laughs> I think he's over, he doesn't live in the valley anymore. He lives in like a, in La Cunada over in the nice, like very, very rich area. I'm just, <laughs> I mean, there's some nice houses around here though, but I obviously didn't buy a house. <laughs> what if I just bought a house? I'm like, yeah, guys, I just bought a house over here. Just dropped like, you know, like a hundred thousand, you know, no big deal. Just got a house and <laughs> yeah, because it's expensive. It's, it would be very expensive to buy a house here. But I mean, I lucked into not I'm knocking on wood right now, but. And just based on my last experience moving to LA, I'm knocking on wood, but uh, I lucked into a, a nice renting situation here. <laughs> I don't know. I'm knock on, knock on wood, knock on wood. I don't. I don't want to go wrong. I don't like super. I don't like being very super superstitious, you know. But I grew up being a baseball player. I I'm a baseball player by trade. That's like my oldest sport. So. That goes with being a baseball player is you're very superstitious. Everything is everything is on repeat. Like you step into the bear's box, you step out, you guys know Noma, Noma Gasiapara, Noma. He did that thing with his hands, his batting gloves. After every single pitch, Noma Gasiapara would undo his batting gloves and redo them. Just like an insane like madman just a meth man <laughs> like a meth man <laughs> the worst superhero of all time meth man oh my god <laughs> he's gonna rob this jack-in-the-box meth man oh no oh no it's meth man <laughs> oh my god um but yeah that's baseball players are so superstitious like Everything is the same after because every pitch, because throughout the game it's just on a loop, because every pitch is like a mini loop. You're just doing, it's on repeat. It's pitch and repeat, rinse and repeat. You know. <laughs> All right, I gotta take that break. I gotta go to the bathroom now. Um, yeah, that's good. Some good baseball talk though. Some good. Some. Good. <laughs> we had our NBA corner. We had our. Our baseball corner. All right, I'm gonna go to the bathroom. I'm gonna go. I'm on break. I'm on break. On an island in the sun, we'll be playing and having fun. All right, guys, back from break. Hope you had a good break. Hope it was beneficial. Hope it behooved you. Hope it was behoover. Behoovershul, 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 um, yeah, I don't know what, I don't know what that was, 
don't know what that was. I miss listening to these crickets. God, the nights, the nights here are so nice. It's, I think people kind of have a misconception of how hot. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm. I came at a nice time of year for the weather or something. Because it's been cloudy. It hasn't been super sunny. The mornings have been cloudy. The nights have been nice. It's It gets nice and cool at night. It gets in like maybe like the high 50s, low 60s. Just real nice. I liked it. I like it. I don't know. But <laughs> it was so hot. The first couple of days I was here, it got up like 107. It was brutal it was so hot <laughs> but then when it's like 75 is real nice so that's the weather report for this episode <laughs> um oh another thing i want to mention was at the mic i went to tonight at the open mic um at the palace theater the theater it was just this really cool room had some couches in the back, then tables in the middle, then the stage. And there's all these Christmas lights strewn about all over the ceiling. And it was so cool. It reminded me of Winona Ryder, uh, her house in Stranger Things. You guys remember that? When she was trying to communicate with the, the Stranger Things. <laughs> Yeah, it was cool though. I just wanted to paint the picture for you guys. It was it was a nice little setup. Like you could have fit you could have fit like thirty like forty people in there, like a lot of people. Fifty. I don't if you could if you lined everyone up, you could have got fifty people in there. It was a fairly big room. <laughs> which which made it all the more weird when there's like five people scattered about the room. So you kinda just you look, you make your, your head just turns around and looks at each person, you know, you kind of, you just, it's like a quarterback, you're reading the defense, oh, that's such a funny metaphor that I just thought of, oh my god, you're a quarterback reading the defense, you're like looking off, you're looking off cornerbacks, you're looking off the safety, <laughs> but that's what it feels like when you're on an open mic and there's like five people in a giant room. I feel like I'm looking at like the person you got like your strong safety and your free safety and then like a couple cornerbacks and then like a linebacker, maybe like a nose tackle if someone's sitting in the front row. <laughs> oh my god. It's like a quarterback. That's so crazy. That's so crazy. Alright. Here we go. Let's get back into Keanu. Oh, speaking of Keanu, I was talking about Jordan Peele in Ma, the movie Ma earlier. But I was talking about Jordan Peele and Keanu, his movie Keanu, about the kitty cat. Oh my god. About the little kitten. The kitten. That is, I love that movie. That's a great movie. It's, maybe it's just because I'm just blinded by the cuteness. I just love cats. I, I used, that's such a weird thing. Cats are like mustard for me. Because I used to hate mustard when I was a kid. Like I used to love ketchup and hate mustard. But now I like mustard. I still like ketchup. I like ketchup the same amount as I did when I was a kid. 
but I love mustard now. So I like mustard more. <laughs> You're probably like, what does this have to do with cats? But I hated cats when I was a kid. And I'm not going to say that dogs are ketchup. Because <laughs> I liked, I still, God, don't make me choose between dogs and cats. But I still, if I had to choose one pet, I'm going to go with the dog. I still have to go with the dog. Just because I had such a good Athena. My doggy, my, <laughs> my old doggy Athena, who were coming up on her one year death anniversary, I guess is what you call it, death anniversary. One year anniversary of her dying uh, back in August. I think it was like August. It was like the middle of August. And, um, yeah, dude, she's, she pooped on the ground, on the floor, on the hardwood floor of the kitchen. She left a solid turd. That would have been bad if her last poop was, like, diarrhea. <laughs> her last hurrah. She's like, clean this up, Ma. I bring it back to Ma. Clean this up, Ma. <laughs> oh, no. well, what if that's what the movie Ma was about? <laughs> Actually, the weird part, this isn't even a spoiler alert, but the weird thing is Ma, the character Ma, Octavia Spencer, her character, God, you're never going to guess what her job is. I swear to God, I'm not even joking. Her job, she's a veterinarian in the movie. So maybe she does, she probably does deal with some dead dog poop. <laughs> but um, yeah, God, if I had to choose between dogs and cats, I would just have to go with dogs just because I love walking. Like just like I was saying just earlier, I love going for walks. And that's an integral part of having a dog is going for walks. Like that, does, it doesn't matter. Nobody cares if you go for walks, if you have a cat. You could never leave the house if you have a cat. That's like the whole, the crazy cat lady phenomenon. You know? Like, she doesn't leave the house. She's, or maybe she, if she does, she only brings, like, f at least four cats. <laughs> she just brings all of the cats with her. But she has cat body armor. <laughs> uh, I, I still think I lean I lean towards dogs a little more a little more than cats but I love cats now that's the thing especially my my kitty cat her name's kitty <laughs> but she's she's great she's a great little cat um anyway enough animal talk for this episode uh let's talk about Keanu Reeves <laughs> the brotherhood of justice but yeah Keanu's a great movie though it's got um Key, Key and Peele are in it. Jordan Peele stars in it and directs it. And his old buddy, Keegan-Michael Key. Key Mike Key is in it as well. They sing that, what's that George Michael song? They sing that George Michael song. Um, <laughs> it's not the one, not the one from Deadpool. But, oh, you gotta have faith. Yep, it's just, you gotta have faith, faith, faith. You gotta have faith, faith, faith. And that's a great song. I want to look up the lyrics of that song. <laughs> but then, the one from, uh, 
Deadpool is. God, what's the one from, what's the one from Deadpool? This careless whisper, but um, you guys know how it goes. All right, here's. Well, I guess it would be nice. <laughs> That's how that starts. Well, I guess it would be nice if I could touch your body. I know not everybody has got a body like you, but I gotta think twice before I give my heart away. And I know all the games you play because I played them too. Oh, but I need some time. <laughs> Wait, how's that part go? But I need some time off from that emotion. Yeah, I don't know. I like that beginning though. I I did pretty well in that beginning. Um, here we go. Cause I gotta have faith. I gotta have faith. Cause I gotta have faith, faith, faith. I gotta have faith, faith, faith. Faith Hill. Faith Hill. Who's she? She's married to like what? Kane Chesney. I'm, oh, Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw, that's Faith Hill, <laughs> no, Tim McGraw, Tim McGraw, that's right, um, baby, I know, you're asking me, baby, I know, you're asking me to stay, say, please, 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 don't go away, you say, I'm giving you the blue, all right, I'm butchering the song, see, I don't know how this goes, see, I don't know how this song goes, <laughs> all right uh if you've made it this far though you're with me you know what's up you're with me um careless whisper <laughs> careless whisper let's see how this one goes god i know i know this song oh yeah because i'm never gonna dance again guilty feet got no rhythm oh dude this song's got like the very distinct how I can't remember how that the the guitar lick goes. <laughs> it's really so frustrating for you right now, as a listener. You're like, God, it's it's so easy. Just look it up. But I'm not gonna look it up right now. Cause I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feelings got no rhythm. That's how it goes. Cause I'm never gonna dance again. Guilty feet got no rhythm. <laughs> Uh, all right, we solved it. We solved the George Michael, and I remember the day. Speaking of walks, I was for a walk. I was for a walk with my mom. <laughs> speaking of ma, see that's what we do. We tie it all together here on A Star Is Born. Um, I remember I was walk. I was walking with my mom. December, this was Christmas Day. George Michael passed away on Christmas Day. Speaking of passing away, it's just talking about my dog dying. <laughs> See, we tied it all together. Um, George Michael died on Christmas Day, 2016. So I was going for a walk with my mom. I was just getting into writing. That is... Excuse me, get some water here. That's... It's like a month after I wrote my first book, Sponge Cake, which is available on Amazon and Kindle, along with my second book, What's in the Fridge. <laughs> little, little shameless plug there. Shameless plug has got no rhythm. <laughs> oh, okay. That wasn't that bad right there. Shameless plug has got no shame. 
<laughs> I like the first one. I did better. I did better the first time. Um, yeah. So that was back in 2016. Wow, that was two and a half years ago. God, time flies. So, man, that's such a cliche, though. Time flies. Cliche. Cliche. I got to write a joke about that. <laughs> I got to write a time flying joke. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll make note of it. Here, I'll make a note on this. Oh, this note card's all full. Oh, that, that reminds me. Speaking of note cards, that reminds me. I, I would be looking for my note card. But I just stood up. I just stood up and grabbed my jeans. Because, oh, wait. I'm, like, looking for my note card now. But it's in my shirt. I'm like, where is this note card? It's in my, um, this is such good pod now. I'm just walking around my room just looking for a note card. I found it. Don't worry. Don't you worry. I found it. It was in my shirt pocket. What has this podcast devolved into? I wore a a pink shirt. A pink short sleeve button up penguin penguin shirt. Speaking of Penguin, Penguin Publishing, oh, sitting back down, anyone from Penguin Publishing listening, if you want to republish sponge cake and what's in the fridge, doing a little hard copy, do a little hardcover, I would be, um, I'd be, I would look forward to doing that, I'd be excited to do that. <laughs> Such a weird plug. I'm like, hey, hey, you guys. So I'm so needy all of a sudden. Man, nothing worse than a needy podcaster. <laughs> nothing worse than a podcaster who's like, I need you guys to do this stuff. Oh, speaking of needing to do stuff, please rate and review A Stars Born on iTunes. Thank you so much. <laughs> so another little shout out there. All right, let's get back to the episode, though. Here we go. Let's just dive back into it. We were on Brother of Justice. Let's just get out of that. Let's get out of Brother of Justice. Keanu Reeves. <laughs> I get all serious all of a sudden. <laughs> Why did I just get so serious? I'm just like, I'm like, stop messing around, Chris. <laughs> I'm like acting like the whole podcast is not just messing around. I'm just like, all right, let's just get back to it. Anyway, 1986. God, Keanu Reeves worked a lot when he was young. He was only like 22, and he's done so many movies and TV shows already. He's in something, a movie called River's Edge. He plays Matt. No last name, just Matt. It's actually based on a true story that took place in... Mill Pitas, California, in the mid '80s, and that's all it says about it. <laughs> what? It doesn't even say what this movie's about. All it says is it's based on a true story, and it's in Mill Pitas. Mill Pitas. Let's see where this is. I'm gonna look it up. Mill Pitas, California. What a lame. God, that's IMDb really dropped the ball on that one. Alright, let's see where this is. Oh, I see. It's up by, um, kind of by San Jose. It's northeast of San Jose. Okay, very good. Very good. What's the true story, though? That's so lame. 
I'm not going to look it up, though. I'm just like, eh. <laughs> Actually, I will look it up. I looked up George Michael. We I put you through that George Michael fiasco. <laughs> From now on, that's a, Lupe Fiasco should cover George Michael. <laughs> what? <laughs> Lupe Fiasco should cover Careless Whisper. That'd be good. That'd be good. <laughs> That'd be good. Lupe Fiasco. I'm probably the only person who's ever said that. That Lupe Fiasco should cover George Michael's Careless Whisper. But I think it's an important thing to say. <laughs> so we're all going to die someday. You know? I always forget about that. Like, that's... I mean, I'll always forget about it. Like, sometimes I forget about it for for a little bit. But then I'll listen to like, a Joe Rogan podcast or Pete Holmes. And I'll be reminded quickly. Like, they'll mention it, but it's that's a hot topic on podcasts. That's such a cliche thing for me to do on this podcast, is to, <laughs> to say that. Everyone says that in their podcasts. They always talk about that. It, it's true, though. <laughs> so, that's why you gotta say that Lupe Fiasco should cover George Michael's Careless Whisper. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there into the universe, hoping that one day it will come true. But anyway, <laughs> River's Edge is about a teenage burnout Samson. God, that's a great name. If I ever have, I do want to have kids someday. I'll just put that out into the, while I'm putting out things into the universe. I'll put that out there that someday, maybe like a decade from now, a decade or two. I'd like to have kids, of course. I th- I think that's like a most people would like to have a family someday. It's like a goal of like a complete life. It's kind of a stepping stone to becoming an adult. I don't know. Not everyone wants to have kids though. I didn't always want to have kids. Like a few years ago, I was like, I'm never gonna do it. <laughs> I was like, there's no way. I. But that's when I was like 20. And now, I still, I'm still way too young. I still see myself as being 10 years, at least 10 years too young to do it. Like, I just, I there's no way I want to do it right now. <laughs> just do not have the uh, financial stability or even just everything. Like, it's just too early, you know. There's no rush. I feel like I'm just talking into (laughs) like what am I even talking about right now man I was gonna say I just feel like I'm talking into a tin can right now (laughs) it's like the old school tin can telephones you know that there were two tin cans connected by a string but that's like what a podcast is is I just I'm just holding one tin can right now but it just has a, a string, but it's, the string is just dangling. It's just not connected to anything. It's just, that's what a podcast is, I guess. I mean, that's just describing what a podcast is. But I love podcasts. I'm a podcast head, podcast fiend. God, I have so many, just so many favorites I could just tell you guys about right now. But I've already told you about. But a few, could, a few that come to mind are... Burt Kreischer's 
Pete Holmes, Adam Carolla, like I was just talking about. Stand by Your Band. I love that one. That's another that's a new one that I like. Just some some good podcasts for you. <laughs> I've talked about all all my favorite podcasts on this podcast. I've talked about it before. But anyway, Samson, that's a great name. <laughs> that's what got me off on that on that tangent. Tangent could be a good name for like a girl. I could see a girl named Tangent. It's kind of a it's a pretty name. <laughs> tangent. To go Tangy for short. I like that. I might have to go Samson and Tangent. <laughs> oh my god. That'd be great. Alright, so teenage burnout. Samson has murdered dang, has murdered his girlfriend and left her naked body lying on the bank of a river. Just how small outside their small California town. He not only doesn't run away, but he brings friends to gawk at her dead body. What? Speed Freak Lane. I'm guessing they're talking about meth and not racing motorcycles. <laughs> uh, Crispin, who's played by Crispin Glover. Who? Oh, Crispin Glover. Oh, McFly. 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 Isn't he plays um George McFly? Marty McFly's dad tries to force <laughs> like just you guys in I wonder if you guys enjoy my random movie trivia that I just drop in there just just for fun, you know, throughout the episode. Uh Crispin Glover tries to force the teen's silence to protect their friend, but conscious is gnawing at the others, particularly Matt, Keanu Reeves, and Clarissa. Lone, oh, Ione. How do you pronounce that name? I, I was gonna say Lone because it looks because the capital I looks like a L. Is it is it Ione? Ione Sky Leech. Spelled I O N E. Ione. Who want to go to the police? Very good. <laughs> not not very good about the movie, but at least we figured out that it's intense, scary, real life movie based on a true events in in California, <laughs> in the same state. I mean, at least at least it's on the north side, though it's in Northern California. <laughs> not that there's any crime ever in Southern California. <laughs> Uh, just, just joshing around, um, that's such a weird term, joshing around, alright, another TV movie here in Keanu Reeves' repertoire, Under the Influence, he plays Eddie Talbot, TV movie, what's this about? Noah Talbot is a longtime alcoholic whose drinking begins to have a devastating effect not only on his personal life, but family as well. Andy Griffith. Wait, is that like the Andy Griffith show? Is that something? Wait, is IMDb gonna... Okay, I'll just go back. <laughs> yes, yeah, Andy Griffith show. Yeah, I'm tripping. Paul Provenza's in it. 
for a second, I was like, is IMDb going to stop working on me? <laughs> I got so paranoid about IMDb. I'm like, I'm like Joe Rogan with YouTube. How he's always scared about getting kicked off YouTube. <laughs> IMDb, don't stop working on me right now. Paul, speaking of comics, Paul Provenza's in this. He's a funny, funny comedian. Andy Griffith is in it. Wow. <laughs> uh, Babes in Toyland, TV movie, nineteen eighty six. He plays Jack Fenton slash Jack B Nimble. What's two different? Wow. <laughs> Is that a toy? That must be a toy. Jack B Nimble. Yeah, that sounds like a toy. A young girl wakes up in the realm of Toyland, where she teams up with her family. And friends to overthrow the evil villain Barnaby. I thought it was gonna be Barney for a second there. Hey, it's Barney. <laughs> I kill you. <laughs> we are toys. I'm gonna get you. <laughs> That's my Barney Barnaby riff. Um okay. <laughs> what? Uh this is a long movie. 140 minutes. Adventure, family, fancy, TV movie. Drew Barrymore. What? Drew Barrymore's in it. Crazy. Drew Barrymore and Keanu. Alright. TV series, 1987. Trying Times. He plays Joey for one episode. Let's see what this one's about. It's a half-hour sitcom anthology on PBS about people who are struggling with the daily routines of life. Okay. Okay, IMDb. I see I see what's going on here, IMDb. You're going to keep doing this to me. You're, you're going to keep doing me like doing me like this, IMDb. Just keep giving me these non-descriptions. What is this? What is this? This people who are struggling with daily routines of life. <laughs> oh my god. I think it's so funny. I laugh at I think it's so funny. How can they not how can they do that? Isn't there some sort of screening process that they go through? That these these descriptions go because <laughs> some of them are like some of them are like a chapter in a book like super long lengthy just and then then I get this one sentence thing just what is this I don't know I I'm, I shouldn't get so angry about it but <laughs> oh Roseanne Arquette um okay Roseanne Oh, Rosanna Arquette. I did not even realize. Is there another? How many Arquettes are there? Holy cow. Richmond Arquette, Patricia Arquette, Alexis Arquette, and then David Arquette. Gosh. The the, the Arquette family is going strong. Jeez. <laughs> it rains on. It is... A tidal wave of acting. I like David Arquette. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever seen Rosanna Arquette in anything. I know I've seen Patricia Arquette and stuff. But 
David Arquette is really funny. He's I've seen him on podcasts. Or I've heard him on podcasts. Speaking of Joe Rogan, I think David Arquette has definitely been on Joe Rogan. He's been on Corolla. He's a professional wrestler. <laughs> He's in one of my favorite movie franchises of all time called Scream. Ah, oh, I love Scream. I just saw <laughs> wait, not just saw, but um I just said another one of my favorite movie franchises of all time. I just said it, guys. Just said it. Can you guess what it is? Not Scream, before Scream. I was just talking about Crispin Glover. Back to the Future. <laughs> of course, Back to the Future. Another one of my favorites. Love Back to the Future. Scream. National Treasure. God, National Treasure's great. Well, how come I can't remember? What was my other... I think there's like another big one that I have that I can't even think of. Scream, National Treasure, Back to the Future. What is it? I can't think of the other one. (laughs) I was going to say Ferris Bueller, but I guess all the John Hughes movies are kind of related. They're kind of the same universe, I suppose. (laughs) <laughs> the pre me too universe <laughs> it was a different time i don't we can't it's just is what it is you know if you watch a john hughes movie now you're gonna be you might be surprised by some stuff that's because it was a different time <laughs> it's such another cliche different political climate but this is as you guys know a star is born is not a political podcast, obviously. So, but I mean, it's just a thing. It's it's true though. I think like old movies, they kind of like they should stand the test of time, like the test of like the political, like the changing political environment. I think because old movies represent like what the time, what things were like. In that year, at that time period, that's what old movies, they're not trying to make statements about current times, even though like people might misconstrue them <laughs> as such, but I don't know why I'm trying to make such a serious statement all of a sudden, <laughs> but I, I just think that like, yeah, there's going to be some surprising, like just racist and sexist and like just bad stuff in uh, old movies but it i mean it just that's just represents what <laughs> what things were like back then i guess i don't i don't know i wasn't i was around like the 90s like the late 90s <laughs> the late 90s weren't that bad right in the pacific northwest beautiful pacific northwest beautiful seattle um yeah i don't know that's been a little tangent my little Samson and Tangent there. <laughs> oh my god. I'm going to name my kids Samson and Tangent. Those are great names. Alright. So trying times. Man, these are... Speaking of trying times. <laughs> this, speaking of trying times. These are some trying times. <laughs> not just not just a TV series that Keanu Reeves starred in. But 
you guys know what I'm talking about. All right, 1988, <laughs> The Night Before. Isn't that, I think there's a Seth Rogen movie called The Night Before that came out a couple years ago. But this is 1988, The Night Before. Winston Connolly. It's a 90-minute comedy, PG-13. A geek, excuse me, I think I need to get some water. A geek takes Tara to, to the prom but ends up on the wrong side of L.A. What? Okay, so the wrong side of L.A.? I'm like trying to think. I'm like, I'm, am I on the wrong side of L.A. right now? I don't think so. I think I'm good. Uh, he wakes up in the dark alley and slowly remembers what happened to them. He sold Tara to a pimp a night to remember. What? I did not expect that to go. I did the what? <laughs> no way. Oh my god. I was reading that sentence in real time with you guys. I think that's like a good time to end this episode. I, that's a good note to end. I'm just going to end it on that. Oh my god. That's so insane. Lori. Oh, Lori Laughlin. Is she in prison right now? Let's check on Lori. Let's see if Lori's doing all right. Because she's, as you guys know, she's embroiled in a college scholarship with college admissions controversy. Um, I don't know if she's in prison. Is she in prison? Let's see. I'll just have to Google Lori Laughlin prison time. Let's see what happens. Here's how much prison time Lori Laughlin is actually facing. Well, I mean, it's not going to be like real prison. Like she'll probably just be on like house arrest, be it hanging out at home. Um, yeah, I'm not even gonna look this up. I, this is just clickbait. This <laughs> is, I just fell for that clickbait. Oh my god, though, this is crazy. This is a uh, pre full house. Is this pre full house? 1988. Let's see when Full House started. Uh, let's see. Full House. <laughs> this is, I can't believe it. Oh, it started in 87. Oh, wow. This is post... This is during mid-Full House? What? <laughs> Why would Lori Laughlin do a crazy movie like this? This is such a crazy movie. Directed by Tom Eberhardt. Let's see if Tom Eberhardt ever directed anything else. Without a clue, he he wrote Honey, I Blew Up the Kid, which is, is that like the sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids? Starring Rick Moranis, who retired from acting. When did Rick Moranis retire? I'm just all over the place. Man, this podcast is just an outlet for my... ADD, <laughs> my undiagnosed ADD, but, but I mean, oh man, I'm happy that I never got any like, like Adderall or like, Vi not Vicodin, but that's different, <laughs> what, what was I trying to say, Ridderall, Ridderall, is that the one, Adderall, or um, Ritalin, Ritalin, not Ridderall, <laughs> Ritalin, yeah, 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 I'm happy I never got any of that stuff. Because, uh, I don't know, I just, I like being um more 
for some reason, I feel like I'm more pure of mind when I'm not on any pills or any, I don't know. I have this weird, like, hippie, these weird hippie preconceptions about pills, about, like, all pills. <laughs> I'm just, I just don't want to take them. Like, even, even, uh, like, what do you call it? Aspirin or, um, how come I, I can't even think of the names of them. <laughs> See, I can, that's how you can tell I, I don't take them. I, um, I can't even think of the names. What's like the most popular one? Aspirin's pretty popular. Tylenol. Tylenol. That's the one. Right? That's the one. Yeah. See, I never take it. I can't even, um, uh, I can't even think. <laughs> I'm not saying that Advil, that's another big one. I'm saying, I mean, I'm sure if you take it, it works for you, and do whatever makes you happy, you know? As long as you're not hurting other people, then wherever floats your boat, go for it. <laughs> I don't know. I'm saying me personally, I just, I don't know, it's just, like I was saying, these weird hippie, like very, like, grass, grassrootsy, like, just very, like, I just don't want those pills, like anti, uh, anti big pharmacy, <laughs> but not that I don't protest. Like I'm not like a protester or anything. Cause like I say, I'm very, uh, apolitical. Like I just don't spend any time on that stuff. But, um, what was I going to say? <laughs> what was I just going to say? Oh yeah. I don't protest big pharmacy or big pharma or whatever. But I don't support it with my money, though. I don't, uh, I just don't, I don't know. It's just, that's just me personally. I just, for some reason, think that, I just have these weird ideas that it could, like, cloud my mind. Or, like, hurt my creativity. <laughs> or, like, you're probably saying, like, the podcast couldn't possibly get any worse. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what I was like. I I don't want to make the podcast worse. I don't I don't want to make a Stars Born worse, or make my blog worse, or make my stand up worse, or or just any creative thoughts that I have. I just I just don't want to cloud them or put like a a damper over them or any of that. I don't know. I have no idea if that if that stuff would do that, but that's my preconception of it. That's my stereotype of it. But I want to see kind of random. I want to see when Rick Moranis. Speaking of Honey, I Blew Up the Kids. I want to see when he retired from acting because I heard that he retired from. So it looks like, dang, his last movie was. Brother Bear, Brother Bear Two, <laughs> in wait his last two movies were Brother Bear and Brother Bear Two. <laughs> what? I've never even heard of Brother Bear. Oh, it's an animated movie. Okay, makes sense. Okay. Anyone else in it? Um, Joaquin Phoenix. Okay. It's. And it's about an Inuit boy named Kanai who pursues a bear in revenge for a battle that he provoked in which his oldest brother, Sika, is killed. Wow. Just reminds me of Sika, Alaska. 
which also reminds me, completely random memory, but this one time, this was like eighth grade, my dad's friend, Paul, and he was with like a couple, he was, he was with like, Paul was with, <laughs> I'm trying to describe who Paul was with, he was with like his friend's kid, and then like some other like kid in the youth group, and they were going camping, and they were going kayaking, and they were going up to Sitka, Alaska, which is why I randomly thought of that, and yeah, I don't know, that's just such a cool, I think my dad, oh yeah, my dad went up to the San Juan Islands, and he went and kayaked with them up there, and they were whale watching, there's like killer whales up there, god, that's so cool, I want to do that stuff, I want to kayak up there, in a bioluminescent bay full of bioluminescent plankton, <laughs> plankton, I like saying bioluminescent, that would be my third child's name, bioluminescent, luminescent's a pretty name for a girl, luminescent, go by Lumi for short, or Loom, just Loom, Fruit of Loom, <laughs> oh my god, I'm just all over the place, what am I even, <laughs> alright, I, I need to wrap this up, we need to wrap it, like I said earlier, we need to wrap it, we need to wrap it, here we go, we're wrapping it, where did we wrap it, oh, we wrapped it on that crazy, the night before, <laughs> I can't believe this movie, oh my god, this is a crazy movie, he sells Tara, Tara or Tara to a pimp, and said, and then the last sentence just says, a night to remember. That's such a corny way to describe that. Like, why? That's such a... <laughs> like, a night to remember. Like, what? I guess. Like, I, I think she's going to want to forget that. <laughs> Tara. Tara wants to forget this whole situation. <laughs> All right. That's it. That's it. I'm standing up. We're, we're done. We're done. Um... Make sure to check out my Instagram stories so you guys can follow all my my stand-up comedy adventures, all the different open mics I go to. Uh, Instagram at chrisarneson8 and uh, blog thegoat1.blogspot.com and uh, rate and review the podcast, of course, on iTunes. And thank you so much for sharing it with a friend and family member. And uh, yeah, just spreading the whole word, just doing it, doing it big. Oh my God. Oh, another fun thing. Here's a fun thing on Instagram that I've been doing the past couple of days. It's called The Adventures of Tim and Tom. And it's a little comic strip. So if you guys enjoy comic strips, check that out on my Instagram. It's I just been doing it the past couple of days and I've just been getting real into it because as you know, I just <laughs> I just start doing stuff and I'm just I'm all in. So here we go. Let's let's wrap it. Closing time. Time for you go home to a place where you be home. I know who I want to take me home. I know who I want to take me home. I know 
who I want to take me home, take me home. Closing time, time for you to go home to the places where you'll be from. I drank so much water. I gotta go to the bathroom so bad again. I love you. Love you so much. <laughs> I'm pacing around the room and I'm just gonna go pee. And we're still going. I'm just gonna go on the podcast. Here we go. This is a great way to end it right here. Wow. This is the first time I had a steady, healthy, shaking. Oh. <laughs> what a great way to end the episode. Oh. <laughs> Oh shit, a funny, a funny way to end it. Oh my goodness. We ended with, oh, that's a great way to, I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> what if I just didn't even say, I'm just like, I'm in the kitchen right now. <laughs> oh, okay, we'll just flush it. Let's just, let's just get back into my room. We'll sneak back. My room, luckily, my room is the one right next to the bathroom. That's kind of nice. Man, that was pretty refreshing. I think we can just... <laughs> now I'm like, let's just keep going. No, I think we should still wrap it. But I, that was pretty funny, though. I, that was pretty en- enjoyable. There's a first for everything. So, <laughs> what a funny what a funny way to end the episode. I'm just like, I'll just... Let me just go to the bathroom right now. I'm just... Oh, my God. Here we go. I'll end it with a crazy story. This is... This is something... <laughs> This is something that um, this uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be talking about it on stage, of course. But I'll I, I should share it with you guys, of course, because because you've been with me since before I, <laughs> since before June fifth, just mere fifteen days ago when I started doing stand up comedy. But it seems like I've I've done man I just I love it so much. <laughs> uh, I'm so early. I'm so bright and optimistic and. I, that's just my point of view on life, though. But anyway, you guys have been with me, so I'm going to share this. Man, this is like a inside scoop story right here. But this is what this is how I spent last night, um, Wednesday night, June 19th. This is how I spent from uh, 5, what was it, like f- 5 to 7, pretty much. So here's here's what happens. <laughs> I'm by myself. I'm I'm gonna go to the Dodger game. I'm going to the Dodger game. It's exciting. I already have my ticket. Gonna go to the Dodger game. So I'm driving down. <laughs> I'm driving down. I got I, I'm checking traffic. It's it's a ton of traffic. You guys know Los Angeles. You know LA traffic. You know all the stereotypes and cliches. You don't need me to tell you. But <laughs> I'm driving down and um I'm just going. I'm I'm making it. I'm I make it all the way to Stadium Way to the exit Stadium Way, which it's pretty close. It's very close to like the parking lot. But there's tons of cars everywhere and I drank a ton as you you guys know me. I love coffee. I <laughs> I love my iced coffee. I love my Starbucks. Like I've been saying, I love Starbucks and I love my French press making it at home for cheap. But I like, I've been mixing and matching, switching up here in 
here in California. I've been going to Starbucks a lot more. <laughs> just, I guess, just like kind of, kind of integrate myself into, into the society, you know, just to get myself used to the community. Just, you know, just, uh, I've, I've been going to all the different Starbucks as well. Because there's like 20 within five miles of right here. There's like 20 Starbucks. So I've been to, I've been to like five different ones already. And I have plans with plans to go to more different ones. <laughs> but uh, yeah, anyway, you guys know me. You know I love my coffee. And yesterday I got a little excited Sometimes I get a little overzealous with my coffee and <laughs> I get overzealous and I don't eat enough sometimes. Like I'll just, I'll get busy during the day. I'll get busy doing stuff and like having fun and doing activities and crossing stuff off my to-do list. <laughs> and, um, and then I'll just sometimes just kind of forget to eat or just not carve out time to eat. I don't, and I just, it'll just slip my mind. And um, that's what happened yesterday. I didn't eat enough. I drank too much coffee. And <laughs> I don't know if you guys can see where this is going right now. But <laughs> I made it to Stadium Way. But I, I thought I was going to make it. I thought I was going to make it all the way to the game. But I, um, I don't know how else to say it. I thought I was going to make it to uh, the honey bucket, to, to the toilet. But, but I, I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't make it. I didn't make it. I um, I uh, urinated all. I, I like. <laughs> I tried to. I tried to use a fancy word to try to make it sound like classier. You know, I make it sound higher, higher class. But um, yeah, I peed all over my pants. Look, <laughs> I was wearing shorts, so I was wearing. I was wearing like ta- these towel, these l- light blue towel shorts. You know, like towel shorts, they're the material of a towel. And um, yeah, they were light blue. So there was a huge water just all over the front. It looks like I, looks like somebody just gave, I just won the Super Bowl. I'm the, I'm the Super Bowl winning coach and I just got the Gatorade bath. <laughs> it looks terrible. So I just, I was just like, it was so funny because here's what I did. Here's my, here's what happened. So I pull in the stadium way. I pull off I-5 and here's where it happens. I, just, <laughs> I like how I'm describing like the play by play. <laughs> but um, I just, <laughs> there's just cars all around me and I'm panicking so much. And I'm like fumbling around and I'm like trying to decide, am I going to try to, because speaking of the Starbucks cup, I have a Starbucks cup right next to me. So I'm trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to decide, like, am I going to try to pee in this cup right now? But there's so many cars around me. I just can't really do it. And it's just can't, I just couldn't, I was panicking so much. And I just, I just peed my pants before I knew what happened. So, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so I just, you're, and yeah, once I started going, then the the feeling was it's just kind of euphoria. I would say just euphoria mixed with like kind of some shame, some shame, but not too bad because it would have been worse if it was in front of other people. It wasn't, nobody saw it the whole time. Nobody saw what happened. 
Because I just, I literally just <laughs> turned, I, I pulled off Stadium Way, like right when I exited off Stadium Way, it happened. <laughs> it happened. And um, I, it just kept happening. I just kept letting it happen for a while there, for about like 40, 40 seconds or so. And um, God, I was a mess. It was just, <laughs> but luckily, hey, look at it in retrospect. I was wearing towel shorts. Think about it. Towel shorts. My, my, my shorts were a towel. So they were like kind of seeping it up. Like, you know, that was kind of serendipitous in a way. Very, very lucky. <laughs> in a weird way, I was lucky yesterday <laughs> that I was wearing towel shorts so it was soaked up by my towel shorts <laughs> like I just keep saying towel shorts just to convince myself that it, it did it kind of did work out in the end though because I just kept driving I just I <laughs> I just saw the sign that said I-5 north and I came in on I-5 south so I just exited on stadium way and then just stayed in the right lane dro- drove right down the hill got on I-5 North, and then just drove right on home, <laughs> and that's, that's what happened, that's exactly what happened yesterday, um, that's how I spent my evening, I thought I was gonna, God, just, that's, I was too bold, you know when, I, you know when you're too bold for your bladder, I was too bold for my bladder, like, if you guys know what I'm saying, if you, do you know what I'm trying to say, I'm saying that, I I was bluffing. <laughs> like I bluffed my bladder and I lost. <laughs> That's what happened yesterday. I I was bluffing. I was like I'm going to make it. I was think I kept thinking I'm going to make it. And I passed so many exits. I I just kept I remember looking at the sign the exit that said Los Files. Los Files. And then there's the exit that said Atwater Village, and I was I, I drove by both of those, and I was like, I should really get off on both of these, on either one of these, and find a like a Starbucks. Speaking of Starbucks, find a Starbucks or a grocery store or something, somewhere I can go to the bathroom. God, I just, just like thinking about it in retrospect. In hind, it's funny in hindsight, but but then like looking back at it. I kind of, I understand where I was coming from because I was just, I was betting on myself. I was, <laughs> I was both bluffing my bladder and betting on myself to beat my bladder <laughs> because I thought, I just, I, I don't know. It's, it's the combination of when I drink too much coffee and then when I don't eat enough, the coffee just, it goes right through me. And then on top of that, drinking some water, like drinking too much water too, the liquid just, it just pours through me. Like, um, you know, Captain Barbosa in Pirates of the Caribbean, when, remember when the pirates turn into the skeletons, when the, the moon goes on them, they turn into skeletons, then Captain Barbosa drinks the wine, he drinks a bottle of wine and it just pours it shows it just pouring right through his bones <laughs> it's just seeping through his bones that's that's kind of how i feel when uh when i don't eat anything and then yesterday i was i was frothing all day i was playing froth and 
man, what was it, like Thousand Oaks? Yeah, I guess it would. Yeah, it was Thousand Oaks. It was um, a course called Rabbit Flats and Sapwai. And uh, yeah, I was playing Froth. I've I've played six different disc golf courses. Froth, disc golf, Froth. Um, I played six different courses around here, so I'm kind of collecting them, um, as it as it were. But I like Froth. I I think Froth is it's fun. Like I've I've been to so many. Me and Sean, remember? Uh, you guys remember Sean from? What was that episode 30? The Brad Pitt episode, uh, part one and two, with my buddy Sean that we did, Sean Roper, at his apartment in, uh, up there in Woodenville, Washington, <laughs> up by, uh, up by Bothell. But yeah, we, we've been to a lot of different disc golf courses up there in Washington. Man, there's so many. Like, off the top of my head right now, we got, we got Kirkland. You got the home course, which is Bothell, which is a Blythe. It's kind of a woodsy course. Kirkland's kind of just big grass fields. Kirk, the Kirkland course is actually on, it's on a university, Northwest University. So it's just big grass fields. So the Kirkland, the Kirkland froth course is nice. If you guys, if you're up there in the Puget Sound area. Um, we went to Mill Creek. There was a course up there in Everett. There was a course in Monroe. There's one in Redmond. There's one in Stevens Pass. There's one in Whidbey Island. I'm sure I'm forgetting a couple. Oh, there's one in Mount Lake Terrace. Yeah, there's a lot. There's way more. If you guys are fans of disc golf like me, <laughs> um, there's way more up in, for where, where I'm from, up in the Northwest, than here, like, here, there's, there's barely any here, it's kind of disappointing, there's not that many, like, I have to drive, like, 25, 30 miles, just to get, just to get to some of these, like, they're, they're far, but, that's the thing about this area, is, everything is, super far you kind of have you almost have to have a car just to get around in this place just if you want to go like to like hollywood and go to la and go to malibu and go to the beach and go anywhere really (laughs) just because i'm kind of like centrally located up here in northridge so kind of (laughs) north kind of kind of north in northridge but (laughs) Anyway, <laughs> it's kind of nice. So you can go to Calabasas is close. Malibu. Malibu's pretty close. I like Malibu, of course. That's a cliche thing to say, but Malibu's real nice. I can see why that's where they have all the the rehab places over there in Malibu. <laughs> so nice there. But um, Santa Monica's, Santa Monica's pretty nice, but Malibu's better. But um, there's less people in Malibu. There's like a ton of people in like Santa Monica. And that's like the first beach I went to, I think, was Santa Monica Beach. I went to Venice too. Venice is kind of interesting. Now I'm just talking about different... It's an international podcast heard around the world. And now I'm just talking about very specific things around. But one thing I do want to do 
I think I mentioned this last episode. So I definitely want to go to a concert at the Hollywood Bowl. That's kind of the famous, it's a famous concert venue around here. It's pretty close. It's pretty close to where, let's see. I'm just, I'm just looking. It's pretty close to where I'm from, or where I'm from, uh, where, I, where I'm sitting right now, where I'm living right now. Um, I'm just looking at, this is, this is kind of funny. So after that kind of, you guys might be saddened. Maybe, maybe, maybe you feel sad after that. I don't want to leave you on a sad note with that, uh, the peeing your pants, <laughs> the, the Dodgers, the Dodgers game peeing pants story. So here, here, I'll, I'll give you a list of, these are my goals for stand up, stand up comedy by the age of 40. I am 26 right now. So this gives me 14 years. <laughs> this, these are my goals. So, and, um, these are pretty lofty. So don't get offended if you think these are too lofty or too, too crazy. Cause I think it's always best to shoot for the moon, shoot for the stars, shoot for the moon. All right. This is what they are. Um, have <clears throat> not just one, have three one hour Netflix specials <laughs> and three albums and sell over one million of each album. But remember, this is by the age of 40. So this is, I'm not saying like in the near future. I'm giving myself a little bit of time here. Um, appear on a, a late night talk show or multiple late night talk shows. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, and this is the order of which ones I would want to go on. Uh, Kimmel, then Fallon, then Conan, then Cordron. Or I, I was gonna, I always forget if it's Cordrin or Cordin. I think it's actually Cordin, but I always say Cordrin. <laughs> so uh, James Cordin. I think it is Cordin. Um, perform perform in all fifty states and all seven continents. Have a podcast, A Star Is Born. You're listening to it right now. With oh, this is like a big number here. So this is a crazy number, but remember. Remember, this is 14 years in the future that we're looking at. One billion <laughs> with over one billion, one billion listeners, <clears throat> listens, listens, not listeners, but listens, you know, uh, have a blog, <laughs> like I'm just justifying it, but one billion listens, um, have a blog, the goat, the goat one with over 1 billion views perform in Madison Square Garden and Key Arena of course home to the former uh the Zombie Sonics the Seattle Supersonics who are now the uh, OKC Thunder and also um perform in the Staples Center a little local shout there uh throw the first pitch at Safeco Field which is now, I'm not going to say their current name, because remember, that's one of the rules of the podcast, is I'm not going to say the, I'm just going to say Safeco Field, because I like Safeco Field, that's a good name, and I also want to perform at Safeco Field, but that'd be cool to 
through the first pitch at Dodger Stadium too. That'd be tight. <laughs> I like how I'm like that'd be. I would do it. I would. I throw the first pitch there. Sure. <laughs> um, have over 10 million Instagram followers. I like how I ramped it down there. I was like, let's just go 10 million. Let's not go crazy. <laughs> I could have gone 50. I could have gone 50. Uh, do stand up in New York City for at least a few months. That's something that I've thought about um, ever since I started stand up. <laughs> ever since I started, the 15 days ago, I've, th- I've been thinking, but I've just been thinking, like, how is it different in New York City versus LA? Because I see those, they're the two stand up comedy capitals of the country. They're coastal, you know, they're, they're kind of opposites. So it's, it's just interesting. It's just something I want to experience for myself. I want to see what it's like. I'll see what it's like to do stand up in New York City. Uh, be a guest on the Today Show. Oh, I love the Today Show. God, that's, a, that's what I watch when I'm at my, my grandma and grandpa's house. <laughs> I watched the Today Show. I also watched um, Ryan Seacrest and uh, Kelly, Ryan and Kelly. That was good. And um, I was gonna say Ellen, but not really. I, I usually left the room whenever, <laughs> whenever Ellen started. I was like, eh, I'm, I'm probably good on that. <laughs> I mean, I watched it a little bit. I don't. I want to be mean to Ellen, but <laughs> so it's like. <laughs> Not like she like, she's not gonna notice or anything. But she's doing fine. She's doing all right. But Ellen's all right. I watched the I watched a few episodes up there, up there in Great Falls, Montana. At my grandma and grandpa's house. I definitely remember watching a couple Ellens. But <laughs> I like I'm backtracking on the Ellen now. <laughs> but um, I just remember enjoying. The Today Show and uh, Ryan Seacrest and Kelly Ripa, their show. Those were, there's more fun. <laughs> Sorry, Ellen. Uh, write and star in my own TV show. Oh, that's definitely a dream. That's a career dream. Uh, goal. <laughs> Become a movie star. <laughs> that's, see, I told you guys, these are just lofty goals. I have all the goals, you know. Why not just have all the goals? <laughs> I, was, I, I want I want all the goals. <laughs> Some people say they want all the money. I'm like, I want all the goals. <laughs> I'm just collecting goals here. No, but I mean they're they're good like landmarks and like things. They're like signs. They're like uh street markers, like things to to look to, to aspire to. Um I like, I just, I think aspire is a key word in, just in life, aspire, just every day should be, every day, every day aspiring, <laughs> every day aspiring, all right, <laughs> um, speaking of SNL, or I just blew it, speaking of New York City, be an SNL cast member, <laughs> see how I blew it? <laughs> See that is that is not SNL material right there. You would not you would not uh say that on SNL right there. Um let's see. Live in New York City. Yeah, that kind of goes hand in hand there with SNL. 
live in New York City. Um, also with the doing stand-up in New York City there. Um, yeah, then I wrote, maybe someday. <laughs> I like how that was the one thing that I wrote, maybe someday. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I could get a billion listens. <laughs> but maybe someday I live in New York. Um, let's see, host a game show. Oh, that would be an awesome thing. That's a big dream of mine. Host a game show. Then I wrote maybe sports or movie movie trivia or I love Douglas movies. That's never one of my favorite podcasts. Douglas movies, uh, it's movie trivia podcast. <laughs> Doug Benson uh, or reality TV. I would love to host a reality TV show. Jersey Shore is one of my favorite shows of all time. Of course, I want to do a host a Jersey Shore reboot. I think that would be fun. (laughs) I don't know what you guys think about that, but... Oh, I was talking about... I don't know if you guys remember or if you heard the episode where I was talking about Ashton Kutcher. They should bring back Punked. They they should bring back Punked or tell Ashton Kutcher that they're bringing it back, but punk him. Like, punk him into thinking that they're bringing the show back. (laughs) Um... But I think that I heard rumor that they actually are bringing that show back. So that's just what I want to mention. <laughs> um, let's see. I think I heard them like the radio. Because I've been listening to so much radio. Oh my god. I've listened to hours on end of LA radio already. Just just from... I've done so much driving since I've been here already. An intense amount. <laughs> Just also because I've been driving around town, like seeing stuff, like going to Malibu and I went out to Oxnard the other day, which is, that's pretty far from here. That's out there on the ocean. And uh, I've just, I've been going far. Like I've just been going all over town. I drove, I drove Dodger Stadium yesterday and didn't even go to the game. <laughs> but yeah, I've been driving, driving far, so yeah, LA radio. That's what's up. <laughs> been, I've got the, the presets on my radio stations. Getting those presets all locked in. Um, let's see what else is on here. Uh, do a commencement speech at Washington State University, up by, the old A Star's Born HQ, in the coffee house apartments on the second floor, over there across the street from WSU. But I want to do a commencement speech. I think that'd be fun. Be one of those famous people on YouTube that does a commencement speech. Or like the... Remember the This Is Water guy? I think he did Harvard. But he had like a very... God, what was his name? He had three names. He had, he was a three-name guy. But he had that heart-wrenching speech about about water, about like life, and David Foster Wallace, I think it was David Foster Wallace, was his name, yeah, that was a good poll right there, that's a great, great speech right there, that's something to kind of inspired me to want to do a commencement speech, also, I like, I just like speeches, and public speaking, and like, I liked, I liked public speaking, giving a speech at my grandma's 
funeral. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying like that was like a fun time, but uh, I think that was it made it like a more memorable experience for me. Like I definitely remember standing up there in front of that podium and that was a big audience of people. That was like, there must have been 60, like over 60 people there or something. There was like, yeah, like 60 people there. Like a church full of people. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's just, I just like giving speeches. It's like a good way to commemorate something. To, to Especially like at like a f- commencement speech <laughs> or like a, a funeral or like a wedding. Like give like a best man speech. Try to get laughs at like, <laughs> like a best man speech or during a funeral. Man. I'm not trying to brag. Once again, it sounds like I'm bragging. Or because I always say I'm not trying to brag. It means I probably am a braggart. But I did. I somehow got like a weird laugh at my grandma's funeral. Because I said, <laughs> I was like, I think it was like my opening line. I was like, um, I think I said, I'm grandma's grandson. And I said it in like a weird way. And, like, everyone laughed because, like, like, you're trying to cut the tension. There's, like, a ton of tension at a funeral, I think. So, if you can make some sort of weird, you know, like, funny remark, then everyone's going to laugh. But I don't know. I have no idea. What what would I know about giving speeches at funerals? I just gave that one, but it was a good memory and a good way to remember my grandma, Grandma Sharon, and, uh, God, that was another weird thing about that funeral is, man, I mean, it makes sense, once again, because I think my grandpa was married to grandma for, like, 57 years or something, some crazy number, but it was weird seeing my grandpa cry, (laughs) my grandpa was just crying in the front, I'm not even, I'm not laughing at, because, like, I cry all the time, so there's no shame. I cried at Starbucks the other day. <laughs> I, I know Starbucks keeps coming up in this podcast, but I cried at Starbucks the other day. <laughs> I was like trying to figure out this this thing with Bank of America, this random service transaction fee that I got charged, and I I was feeling overwhelmed. <laughs> I was like, come on, God dang it! And I was just like started crying at Starbucks. So who am, who am I to talk? You know. But it was weird seeing my grandpa. <laughs> I just, I, I keep laughing when I keep saying it. I don't know why, but it was weird seeing my grandpa crying. Uh, God, yeah, because you know that he must have been feeling, I mean, obviously, like, he was married to her for, like, what, like, however long, like, 60 years or whatever. But so it's just, like, not, because it's weird, like, seeing, like, your parents crying, but then seeing your parents' parents crying is like another level removed on the crying tree, <laughs> you know? It's it's just a complete, it's weird. It's, I don't know, it's just, it's kind of, it just shows that everyone's human, though. It shows that he's also human. That's really what it shows. So, I think it it, it was just such a human moment. That's why I really remember it standing out to me is because like I just watching like seeing my grandpa like that and just being like man like everyone just everyone's feeling it everyone has 
of course, like everyone's human. <laughs> Everyone has emotions, and even your eighty-two-year-old uh, grandpa. Uh, yeah, but he's. It's also because he's always been like. Um, his go-to emotion has been like a grump, like kind of like grumpy, gruff, gruffy grump, you know. So, that's another reason why it makes peeling back the onion so much more surprising. But um, let's see. And also, maybe he was peeling the onion when he's. That's what made him cry. No, <laughs> terrible joke. Terrible joke. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. It's, uh, commencement speech. Play in the NBA Celebrity All-Star Game. That would be... That's a big one. I would love that. And also uh, the Major League Baseball Celebrity Softball Game. Those are some big ones. Because I'm a big... I love sports. It all comes back to sports. (laughs) I'm like one of the rare people. That's why I love the Sklar Brothers so much. I love the Sklar Brothers. Because they... And Jay Lawson, Jay Lawson, Jay Larson, who you say Jay Lawson, because um, he's a big sports fan too. These are sports fan comedians. I like comedians who are sports fans, because because that's who I that's because that's why I consider myself. <laughs> I consider myself. Uh, I got it's weird saying. I mean, I guess I'm like I I would consider myself a stand up comic now because I've done it enough. I've done it on a regular basis enough in a short amount of time and I'm going to keep, I have plans with, <laughs> I'm like stuttering, with plans to keep doing it. Um, I just love it so much. But I think I just still would consider myself a stamp comic. I think if you do it, if you do it like even once, once or twice or whatever, I think you have the right to consider yourself. You can call yourself whoever you want. But really, in the end, you can just call yourself whatever you want. But um, now we just forget what I'm saying. <laughs> whatever. Um, let's just keep it moving. What what was I saying? I was I was talking about the All Star Game. Oh, I was talking about sports and comedy and sports fans being comics. Yeah, I like comedians who are sports fans. And yeah, I guess I consider myself a. <laughs> just I don't like. I have such a weird self-esteem thing that I'm like, yeah, I'm a comic. Okay, I'm a man, but I'm a lot of different things. So, man, I'm just, this whole podcast is just about me. <laughs> I'm such a big, such a big ego. But um, yeah, it's it's weird thinking about it. I would consider myself an author, a writer, blogger, podcaster, and stand-up comic. <laughs> and also person who needs to oh central casting oh that's another thing that happened last night I totally forgot about that I should check to see if central casting is going to call me because they called me at like 12.30 last night and then I called them back this morning at like 7.30 and then they were, I was like do you have, do you have like a, a job for me or something and they are like no we don't have anything for you it's like and then so I'm thinking, why did you call me at twelve thirty last night? I don't understand. That's so funny though. I th- I mean, because I added my l- name to the after hours availability list, and then they call me at twelve thirty, and then I called them this morning, and they're like, no, we don't have anything for you. No, there's like, 
what? Okay. That's how it's going to be. I see. That's all right. But whatever. I mean, it's so... I don't know what I'm... I'm not worried at all. I'm burping right now. That's what I'm doing. Excuse me. Um, It's only been eight days since I got all signed up for that thing. So I'm still brand new. Still feeling it out. Trying to get my first job. But trying to get my first background acting job. Yeah, I'm so excited to... Look, I'm look. That's another thing I'm looking forward to doing. It's doing background acting. God, I'm. <laughs> it's just a. It seems like not a very exciting thing to be pumped up about, but that's that's how much I love. Like I really like TV, movies, comedy, and sports. Those are like my four. Those are my four things: TV, movies, comedy, sports, and I guess podcasts. I guess you, podcasts as well, TV, movies, podcasts, comedy, sports, but, so like, to be involved, I'm kind of involved almost in all of them now, but not sports, but I mean, I guess sports, I need to get that gym membership, that's what I need to do, is, (laughs) I haven't gotten my 24 hour, my 24 hour fitness membership yet, and there's one, there's one only a mile away from right here. It was really nice, really close. I walked by it this morning, actually, on my walk. So, yeah, that's another thing on my to-do list, is I'm going to get that, that 24-hour fitness membership. But I guess disc golf, froth, is a sport as well. <laughs> so I've been playing sport. I've been doing sport for the past couple of weeks. And I've also been doing a little hiking. I was hiking by the Hollywood sign on Sunday. That was nice. That was real cool. It was a hazy day on Sunday. But, um, yeah. So, what What am I saying? I'm involved in sports. I'm going to get my 24-hour fitness membership. Start playing basketball again. God. See, I'm already missing basketball. And it's only been three weeks. It's been three weeks since I played at the WSU Rec Center. But, oh, my God. Like, so much is... Lot I've done a lot in the last three weeks, so <laughs> a lot has changed in the last three weeks. Um, so what am I saying? I'm saying comedy. I'm involved in it now. So my favorite things: TV, movies, comedy, sports, and podcasts. Sports involved in it because I'm playing them and I'm watching them. I'm trying to go to the Dodgers games. If I'm not peeing my pants, <laughs> if I can make it to the Dodgers game, I'm gonna go there. So sports check. Comedy, check. Doing doing open mics. Just did one tonight. Still plans to do one tomorrow. Um, what what else we got? TV movies. That's what the the old background acting checks that box. That's pretty exciting. Oh my god! See, that's why I'm so. Even if it is, just a, just like a background thing, or just a tangential. Another <laughs> tangent to <laughs> the beautiful name Tangent. <laughs> tangential could be her full name. Tangential is her full name. And then Tangent is <laughs> for short. Um, yeah, just, just to be somehow related to the film industry would be super exciting for me. And then um, what's the other one? Comedy, sports, comedy, sports, TV, movies. 
how come I oh and podcasts <laughs> it's so funny I can't remember the one that I'm doing right now like literally on the podcast you can't remember the word podcast so there we go I'm involved in all my five my five favorite things and I would say another one of my favorite things is something we were just talking about earlier pets I love I don't I wouldn't get a dog right now there's no way I would get a dog right now it's way too much too much responsibility I would have to leave it in my room or something it's I would never get a dog right now but maybe that's the thing about cats though if you get the right cat they could be super low maintenance you know you could cats can be very low maintenance like that's cats are very chill very <laughs> it's kind of it's not not much responsibility like what what do you really have to do other than paying for them to get like neutered or whatever spayed and neutered then you have to get litter litter box stuff and food but cats you really you don't have to walk them there's no time commitment they're not that expensive. You get a scratching post or something. You give them a few toys. That they're you play with them every day or so. I don't know. Cats are. That's why I'm convincing myself that I do. I would enjoy getting a, a cat. <laughs> that's such a weird. That's a weird state of mind right now. I'm like, I I'm like talking <laughs> talking into this tin can. I'm like, I would enjoy getting a cat. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, it's true though. I'm just putting the truth out there. You know, I I like, like I do like dogs, but I think. I mean, we do have a backyard, too. That's nice. It's nice how we have a backyard, but... They're too much responsibility. Like, you have to... You have to carve out days for dogs. You know? Dogs need days. <laughs> dogs need whole days. They need... They need mornings. They need attention. This... Yeah. Um, you, you guys... You know what I'm talking about. Alright. Maybe I could get a smaller pet. There's some smaller pets out there. Like got like hamsters or guinea pigs or what else we got like turtles or (laughs) lizards oh I've seen so many lizards here so many geckos and lizards just walking like when I'm hiking and frothing I've seen a ton of them but I guess those are some other I would not want to get a fish I'm not a big fan of my old roommate back in Pullman he had fish. I've told you guys about those fish. And this he had a huge tank and he had to clean it. It got super dirty every like ten days. He had to it looked like so much work. He had to take like all the water out and he dumped it over the balcony. <laughs> and I would always I always wondered what would happen if someone was standing under under that bucket of water. <laughs> he just dumps a bunch of fishy water on someone's head they would be so mad and I think his old his old lab partner that he was always complaining about I'm pretty sure he lived underneath us but I don't know if he lived directly underneath us but (laughs) if he did for the sake of this story for the sake of this um, 
um, metaphor, not metaphorical, but you, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, <laughs> that'd be so funny if his roommate that he was getting in a fight with, he accidentally dumps fish water on his head. God, that'd be like a movie. That would be a great plot point in a comedy film. <laughs> All right. It sounds like Neighbors 3. <laughs> I like, speaking of, na- I love Neighbors. I think, and Neighbors 2. The Neighbors, I wonder if they are making Neighbors 3. I think those those two movies are great. Those are, those are some fun movies. Some fun comedy party movies <laughs> college almost like a kind of like a modern day old school i would say almost uh let's see <laughs> anyway let's get back to my list here uh sing this, oh here this is a good one sing the seventh inning stretch at wrigley field and throughout the first pitch that's that's a cool one goes back to my fandom of I don't know I don't know why I'm a fan of the Cubs well I mean just because my dad my dad likes the Cubs and my grandma likes the Cubs I'm not I'm not really a fan of the Cubs at all really because I'm I'm a Mariners fan you guys know from the Mariners update (laughs) we don't do the Cubs update we do the Mariners update but and now now that I'm in LA I would say my National League team would have to be the Dodgers I mean, come on. I can't go for the Cubs over the Dodgers. I gotta go for the local team. Support the, the boys in blue. <laughs> um, Alright. Yeah, I just like the Cubs. I like Wrigley Field. Oh, maybe it has to do with Leisure Rules. The poster I'm looking at right now. Ferris Bueller's Day Off. I think it has to do with that. Because that, that was like my favorite movie of all time. Back in... My uncle gave that to me as a Christmas present in, I think it was 8th grade. That was the best Christmas present I've ever got. <laughs> Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Just a DVD from Uncle Steve. From my dad's brother, Uncle Steve. Who I think, I think he's also a Cubs fan. It's just that whole side of the family. My dad and his brother and sister and then Grandma Doreen who Grandma Doreen is who we went to Minnesota for the family reunion. That's who we went to see. It was her 80th birthday. Uh, man, that was an old story. I talked about that one, one of the first episodes of A Star is Born. But I'm like reminiscing like a few, few months ago. <laughs> man, back in the day, back in the early days of A Star is Born... <laughs> Alright, so, what else we got? Man, we really, it's 1.22am now. I gotta wrap this thing up so I can listen. I still haven't listened to my set from tonight. I want to listen to my set. Then I want to listen to some other podcast just to cool off. Because I'm still all hyped up from my pod, from my uh, open mic tonight. Holy cow. You just go straight from an open mic to a podcast and I'm still all hyped. Um... <laughs> That's how the kids talk, right? Um, so, seventh thing, stretch at Wrigley. The first pitch, be the star of a franchise, movie franchise, comedy horror. I would enjoy doing comedy horror. <clears throat> Those are some of my favorite movies. Ooh, this is a good one. Be a regular 
at the comedy store. Ooh, be a regular at the comedy store? <laughs> Still have not performed there. But I've been there a few times now. I watched... I think I told you guys this. That yeah, I, did. I told you guys this. About watching Game 5 of the NBA Finals. The comedy store on the patio. That was awesome. <laughs> that was an awesome experience. Um... Have a podcast, Man Cave Studio, in my backyard. That is inspired by my favorite comedian. I've decided that this dude is my favorite comedian, Bert Kreischer. I love Bert. He's my favorite. And he is known for his man cave. So he's an awesome man cave. I think, I think he actually got it made from an old TV show. It was like an old show on like DIY Network. I think it was a DIY Network. Or maybe HGTV. One of those. One of those acronyms. Uh, let's see. Yeah, Bert's one of my... Bert is my favorite. He's my favorite comedian. Like, it's... I, Pete Holmes was always up there. But I, I like Bert a little... I like Bert's podcast a little more. And I like Bert's comedy a little more. I like Adam Carolla, but he's not, he's not like a traditional stand-up, because, I mean, he does so much more, like, Adam Carolla, he's more of like a radio, he's like a radio guy, he's a radio guy, he's a personality, he's, he has like a cult following, and he's like a huge, he's like a podcaster, but he does live shows, though, and he is doing comedy now, he is doing stand-up now, that's something he started doing in 2019, so maybe I'll see, I might see Ace Man at the comedy store one of these nights, <laughs> maybe the Ice House, if I ever, god, the Ice House is so far from here though, it's like 30, it's over 30 miles, it's deep, it's deep, but Ice House is over in Pasadena, Pasadena, I think that's pretty close to, I think that's where Adam Carolla kind of his home club. I think Ice House is where he, he goes most of the time. But he's talked about the comedy store. He's always going to the comedy store now. It's kind of his new spot, you know? <laughs> Alright. Be a guest oh speaking of here we go. Here's some lofty goals. Be a guest on these podcasts. Corolla, Joe Rogan, Bert. Oh whenever People always ask me, who's my, who's your favorite comedian? And then I say Bert, and they think I'm saying Burr. They always think I say Burr, like Bill Burr. And I have to explain, no, I said Bert. <laughs> Bert. Bert Kreischer. <laughs> it's always, they always think Burr? Burr? Because people just call, instead of saying Bill Burr, just, just because... Apparently, you can't say one more syllable. You can't say Bill Burr. It takes so much longer to say Bill Burr than to say Burr. <laughs> it's like, why? You're saving so much time by saying Burr instead of Bill Burr. Come on. Like, come on. <laughs> but people do call him Bert. But I guess you could say Bert Kreischer. I mean, whatever. <laughs> and then uh, Pete Holmes and uh, Dumb People Town. Which is the Sklar Brothers. 
which the Sklar brothers are the biggest sports fans, comedians that I can think of. Because they are the they had their old sports show Cheap Seats. That was an old sports comedy show on uh, ESPN Classic. I love Cheap Seats. But that was one of my favorite shows back in the day. You can find them on YouTube. They're just they're watching like old sporting events and then talking over them, kind of narrating them like Mystery Science Theater three thousand. Like that show. And uh, it's hilarious. It's like it's like bowling and mini golf and spelling bees. The spelling bees are some of the funniest ones. They're they're awesome. Uh, yeah, that's host. Oh, this is a good one. Host the New York. Speaking of Ryan Seacrest, host the New York City New Year's Eve countdown. <laughs> that's such a funny goal. I wrote that down last night or a couple nights ago because apparently that's my goal but I it is though that would be because I think I think I would be a great host I think that's something like I don't want to start hosting a comedy show anytime soon but maybe in like a few months or something that's something I've noticed that there's tons of hosts there's tons of hosts around like every show Lots of these shows have multiple hosts. There's like two or three hosts. So I just can't, I'm gonna see how many times I can say the word host. <laughs> I, the The website I used to use for my website was called bluehost.com. <laughs> um, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, New Year's Eve countdown. I would, <laughs> I would love to. Yeah. I, I would love to host. I'm going to say it again. I would love to be a host. (laughs) It's just something that... It seems kind of fun. Like, it seems like you're just bouncing around. Bouncing around the room. Just not much pressure on you. Like, you can always, like, throw to someone else if you can't think of something to say. I don't know. It's fun. (laughs) We'll see. (laughs) But I also like the idea of having your own show. That's like a really cool idea of now I'm talking about hosting your own stand up show like around town, like hosting your own open mic. That sound that'd be really cool. And then people show up at your open mic. That sounds that sounds like kind of cool. I don't know. But then you have to watch a bunch of random people (laughs) perform at your show. (laughs) But then you get to perform however long you want to, I guess. Like, you could do, like, a couple minutes here and there, I suppose. Um, it's something to consider. <laughs> okay, I said New York City or Seattle or Los Angeles. But I think, no, I think we all know that New York City would be the best place to do the New Year's, the New Year's Eve countdown. <laughs> um, all right, here's the final one. This is the last goal that I wrote down here. Have have my own clothing line. That's I don't that's an kind of another random one. I don't know if that was inspired by like I think Joe Coy has his own clothing line. He's a well known comedian, former regular on Corolla, uh Lavar Ball, maybe I'm thinking of Big Baller brand. <laughs> maybe I'm lots of comedians. Um, lots of comedians sell merch though, so, uh, 
it's not too far-fetched. And I've always wanted to, I wanted to do like a t-shirt company. That's, that's one of my goals. I've talked about that on this podcast before. About wanting to make t-shirts for this podcast. And yeah, just a bunch of different stuff. I would love to do that. So <laughs> reach out to me if you make t-shirts. That's, maybe we'll get that in the works. But in the meantime, let's, all right, let's, let's actually end it now. It's, it's over. <laughs> We're, we already sung, we've already sung cl- closing time. Um, man, I've been talking so much. Man, this, I'm like, man, I need to calm down now. I just need to relax after that. I was all wired. I get kind of hyped up for these open mics. I get very pumped up, like in my, in my head, in my brain. I, because it's, it's such a, it's kind of a big deal to me that, that I'm starting to do comedy. It's a huge deal to me, actually. Because for some reason, I mean, I guess I've explained it. Because all my, lots of my idols, the people I look up to, a lot of them are stand-up comics. Like all the podcasts. I, oh, my bed is all creaky. You probably heard my bed. I was leaning on it with my knee. Um, all my favorite podcasts, they're all stand-up comics. I love, I, I love comedy. I love podcasts. So it kind of, it's all just blends together. Like, for some reason, I kind of see stand-up comedy and podcasting. They're kind of one entity, almost. Like, they're, they work together. I mean, on one hand, they're definitely totally different. And you don't have to do one to do the other. But if you're doing both of them, I think if you do both of them, they doing, wait, what am I trying to say? <laughs> doing both of them makes you better at both of them. Um, just the, the idea of like, I'm hashing out a bunch of different ideas, just thinking, like thinking on the fly, like brainstorming, um, just talking things out, especially, especially cause it's a solo podcast. Speaking of Bill Burr, how he does the Monday morning solo podcast, <laughs> comparing myself to Bill Burr now, or I guess I should just say Burr, comparing myself to Burr now. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, I think this will help me. I think doing the, this podcast will help me doing open mics, doing stand-up, and I think doing stand-up will help me explore ideas and like writing for stand-up, coming up with ideas for it and writing different stuff. That's just, that gets my, my gears going. Gets the gears going in my brain. And and that makes me, it motivates me to just do long podcasts like this. Which means that it's time to end. So, <laughs> thank you. Thank you for sharing it. Um, thank you for sharing Stars Born. And um, doing a big like I've already said this before, I've already said these exact words in this podcast, in this very episode. So it's over. Have a great night. Have a great day. Have a great walk. Enjoy whatever you're doing right now. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening. And uh, I love you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.